0: the coronavirus conspiracy theories what how are we supposed to deal with this well i'm telling you this much if you don't already think i'm crazy by the end of this one you probably will huh. i'm chris Pyle, and this is the pile perspective <music> well welcome to the show um honestly i've been trying to kind of putting this off i've i've kind of intentionally um been using all the other verbiage and all the other words to describe what's going on right now with the coronavirus and the stuff that's going on or the mess or blah 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 but we're just going to talk about the coronavirus and it'll probably lead into other things okay to be perfectly honest with you, I've always been a bit of a conspiracy theorist type guy, um, especially when it comes to government and and stuff like that. Especially um, our government, and you know, I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I think they're all crooked you know I think they're completely out of their mind and I think that the world is being ran by evil I think if you read Scripture kind of you know read between the lines and plainly says here and there I mean the world is corrupt it says that we are like lambs being led to slaughter and that the the Satan is walking around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour He wouldn't use these kind of words. It it wasn't, it would not, he would not choose to use this terminology if he wasn't trying to tell us there's going to be a lot of messed up stuff going on around you, but focus on me. You know what I mean? So let's just go rewind a month ago, you know, when all this stuff really started getting onto the radar a little bit as far as coronavirus and. You know, first we heard about it in China. Somebody ate some bat soup or something and it got somebody sick and now it's infected the whole entire world. I call bull crap on that one. (laughs) I I call bull crap uh, for, for many reasons. You know, my wife is in the medical profession, so she has to hear this all day, every day. And I mean, it seems like from every angle the people on social media, the news, the medical for profession, all this, it's just all about the fear. It's just all about invoking people with fear and politicians, you know, we were, get, we're just now getting really good into the whole democratic race. You know, they were about to battle it out for a year. It seems like that's all been put on hold. Um, uh, i I I got so many different directions I want to go here. I lean more towards the right, obviously, but I don't think either party is okay. I don't believe any party is all right, and I don't believe either one of them is all wrong either. But with the current state of things, I do tend to lean more towards the right. You know, and both of them have changed their, their game throughout this. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think is going on. Do I have proof? Nope, I don't. But what I do have is a good track record of discernment about things. You know, there, there's been more times than I can count when I've told people, hey, this ain't adding up, this is looking a little sideways, whatever. And more often than not, The people tell me, Oh, you're looking way too deep into this. That's not happening. Blah, 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 blah. It might take a year. It's taken two years sometimes or more. And then whatever I discerned comes to be. You know, so I've come to trust my own discernment about things. And I made a post last night on Facebook and it got I got way more, I don't know, support than I thought I would. Like I've I've kind of been holding back. Like those that are closest to me know that I'm not like this conspiracy-minded type guy when it comes to like 9-11 and, and a whole lot of other things. And I've, I've kind of built that reputation of, you know, just don't bring that stuff up because I don't walk, run around just trying to shove it down people's throats. I have my beliefs. I, I think I know what's going on. Um, I don't walk around with a lemon full on my head or anything like that, but I think I have a okay grasp about how the world really works and how they want us to think it works and how most people think it works, and how it doesn't add up. But anyway, I made this post last night, and I just started naming things off. I think I went 1 through 12, and it was like, 1, it didn't start with bats. 2, the media is feeding you fear. 3, and you're eating it up. 4, they don't have to take our rights away if they get you scared enough to give them up willingly. We'll go through some of these when I'm done reading the list. Five, there's more of us than them. Six, they got people thinking it's okay to keep stores open but close churches. Seven, the government only cares about you the way farmers care for their cattle. Eight, it's easier to manage the herd if they are in separate pastures. Nine, maybe I'm crazy. Ten, what are they doing while we're all hiding from each other? Eleven, I can't be the only one thinking this way. Twelve, Google Operation Mockingbird. Okay, so this is why I decided to do this podcast because I got a good many likes and some comments. People agreeing with me. I had more people uh, message me going, "Man, I'm right there with you. I think this too, but I don't say anything either." Um, even one guy that was really, I was really close to at one time. We're still, you know, really cool. We we don't have bad blood or nothing. This life happens. We ain't hung out in a while, but. He was like, dude, I'm with you. I think something's going on, too. I just don't know. And, you know, of course, everybody likes to say it's the end times. And quite honestly, we're saying it now, we're more right than anybody ever has because, I mean, time. We're closer to it than anybody in the past has been. So we're more right than they are, at least, right? Right. So anyway, I'm saying I don't think it starts with bats because people have been eating bats and all kind of crazy other stuff ever, I don't think this could have started that way. Honestly, I think it's man-made. Um, if you get on the internet, search around long enough, you'll find stories. Of course, for every story you find, I me and Danny has talked about this before, you can find a story to corroborate whatever direction you want to go. If you want to go the conspiracy theory, there's plenty of stories out there to to support that. If you want to go debunking all that, there are stories out there that will do that too. Then there are stories that debunks to debunkers. You just have to discern for yourself what's really going on. I always bring up James one five. It says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Several years ago, I decided to change my prayer life. This is just a side note for a second instead of praying God give me bill money of course he has still done that before too but I'm just saying instead of saying God give me a specific thing I'm like Lord just give me wisdom give me the wisdom to be able to do these things that I need to do to take care of myself or to allow you to take care of me whatever I want the wisdom you give me the knowledge and the discernment and you back me up that way and I feel like it'll be more beneficial for everybody. But uh, anywho, the media straight up feeding me fear, man. And the reason I said that Google, Google Operation Mockingbird, it's like, you know, for everybody that says it's a proven fact or someone out there saying it's debunked. But I believe it's true. There's been a lot of people talk about it. That's came forward and talked about that it was a real thing back in like, what war? What was it? World War Two or something? But it's like the government was feeding our government, U.S. America, giving information to all the media and stuff, telling them what to say and how to give information, what information to give and all that stuff to get the masses in a certain mindset, you know, to get us all on board with going here and doing this in whatever country, and blah, blah, blah. So that has been proven that our government's done that before. And if they'll do it 50 or more years ago, 60, 70 years ago, what makes you think they wouldn't do it right now? Right? And I said, uh, they don't have to take our rights away if they get us all scared enough to willingly give them up. What I mean by that is if you get everybody so, this is going to go a couple of levels here. If you get everybody so scared that they believe they can't take care of themselves and that they're going to need the government, law enforcement, whoever to step in and take care of them for them. And they're all like, hey, if you want us to protect you, you're going to have to give up some stuff. Well, What am I going to have to give up? Well, probably you're right to bear arms. But then if I give up my arms, I can't protect myself from you. But the people that are <laughs> truly afraid and scared... And feel like they don't have an option. We'll give in to that. We will protect you if. It's always an if. The government will give you this and do this if. Nothing's for free, people. Why do you think they're really wanting to give money and stuff to people? The way I think about it, and like I'm saying, you're probably going to think I'm crazy think I'm crazy I, I was telling a friend this earlier I think that the government wants the economy to collapse but Chris why wow, that would affect him yes but look at the way things have been going for the last 20 years how much more evil and corrupt things have gotten I think it's been this way forever it's just now coming to light because of the media But just look at the progress. I say progress. That ain't really progress as far as we're concerned. But just look at the way things have gone. You know what I mean? We live in America. We had the founding fathers set up this, this situation. They were trying to get away from exactly what we're heading toward right now. That's what made America. The people came over here, revolted against what's going on or what was going on in Europe, and all that, wanted to get away from all that crap, all that over-domineering government, wanted to get away from all this, so we came over here, said, yeah, we'll go over there and check out that new land for you guys, but then got over here, and we're like, you know what, we're over here, they're over there, we can kind of do our own thing over here, but then, of course, them over there, we're like, nah, we we put y'all over there, we'll come over there and take you out, and we're like, well, you're gonna have to, they came over here, tried. We kicked the snot out of them. They went back. Some of them stayed and joined what we had going on here. Fast forward a few hundred years, and here we are now. It seems like the powers that be are trying to revert it back to over-domineering government and all that. And if they can make you rely on them, yeah, we're going to give you some money. We want a a basic income. You know what? That sounds really good for the person that has no drive and is living off the government anyway. And it's not a race thing. There's people of all colors doing this. All races, all sizes, shapes, and colors are doing this. That sounds really good to the people that are already relying on the government. It doesn't sound good to me. Somebody that works 50 to 60 hours a week for you to come and tell me what I can and can't do with my time and my money don't sound good to me. So, call me nutty. I might be nuttier than a squirrel turd. But what I'm telling you is this is, this? it makes sense to me. The government only cares about you the way a farmer cares for its cattle. Okay, so a farmer can't have a farm without something to produce For him now there are farmers of vegetables and and all that and they don't need the animals as much but a good bit of farmers are in the meat business whether you're a cattle farmer chicken farmer whatever now the farmer wants his cattle to be safe he's gonna put up fences to keep his cattle safe he's gonna have probably a shotgun and a hunting rifle and a few other things to try to ward off um, something trying to hurt his cattle. But it's not because he really cares about the cattle. It's because he's not done getting what he needs to get out of the cattle. Say the cattle's not quite old enough to go to slaughter yet, and it's a calf. Well, we get more money because we get paid by the pound of meat here. We need to get the cattle grown so we need to protect it against coyotes wolves whatever so it's like yeah the the farmer cares for his animals and i'm sure there's a there's an exception to every rule there's probably farmers out there that are deeply in love with every head of cattle they have in their pasture those farmers are probably not butchering a lot of cows (laughs) but you know what i'm saying here the government's the same way for us the president, you know, I'm out of all the presidents we've had over the last 10, 15 years, I probably support Trump more than any of them. But the fact is, he's not sitting at home at night wondering if Chris Powell has enough groceries in the refrigerator. He's not sitting at home wondering if truck drivers are making enough money. He don't care that much. None of them do. And the left sure don't. They're more concerned with other trivial things. They're not concerned about the hardworking blue collar American out here busting their tail, making the world go around, providing for this country. They're more concerned with if Lucy down the street can go murder her fetus inside of her or not, and her right to do that. Be mad about it. I really don't care. Abortion is murder. Yes. And Christians are going to have to learn to start taking our stand with some things like this. So they got people thinking it's okay to keep stores open but close churches. You know what? I've kind of went back and forth on this. My buddy Danny, he's got some stuff he's going to say regarding the dude in Florida or whatever. And you know, and I've kind of went back and forth as far as this coronavirus thing happens. Because like when it first happened, I'm all like, Psh, whatever, I ain't worried about this crap. Having a wife in the medical field, I hear about it every day. I'm not saying nothing bad about her. You know, we, we talk about her stuff. But she gets it the whole time she's at work all day. It's Right now, that's what everybody's talking about in the medical field is this coronavirus. So I started swaying from, I don't give a crap about it, to, man, maybe this is real. Maybe I'm going to get it. Maybe I'm going to die. This might be the end that lasted for about a week and then I felt like God kind of touched you know nudged me on the shoulder and says hey man and this is what I started telling people if I don't get the virus and I don't get sick at all first of all I think I've already had it oh crap I'll tell you that in a minute if I don't get it and I'm completely safe and I live for another 40 years God is good if I get it tomorrow and die Saturday on my birthday, God is still good. And he told me that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it no more. I'm not going to live in fear. He was, I was not given a spirit of fear. So back up for a minute, Chris. You said you think you had it. Well, back in February, before all this blew up on the news, and these, as I'm talking to people, there's more and more of these stories. I know of at least me, my wife, and, um, Another close friend, all within the same couple of weeks. First, it was her. She got really, really, really sick. She was still working and everything. She don't necessarily see uh, patients every day. Uh, She's more of an administrative part right now. She is an RN, but she's more of an administrative um, person. Um, But anyway, she got sick, man. Coughing her head off, just horrible. This is right on Valentine's Day. I went and got my daughter that Friday. I was going to take both of them to dinner. Well, when my wife got off work, she felt so bad. She was like, I'm going to go to the doctor instead of meeting y'all for dinner. And I'm like, well, if you feel that bad, it must be serious. Go ahead and do it. So she goes to the doctor. Feeling like death. They tested her for flu. It was negative. All the symptoms for flu, but negative. So they give her antibiotics and all this stuff. Well, she comes home and she spends like the, the whole weekend in the bed. Um, gets up just to eat a bite here and there, stays in the bed the whole weekend. She's worker in the bed for almost two weeks. Well, a couple of days after she had went to the doctor, we had already had some antibiotics at the house. When she got her new ones, I started taking the ones that we just had at the house, and I started taking that nasal inhaler to uh, Zycam. This is a preemptive measure. Well, after a week of not kissing your wife, you're like, screw it, I'm going to kiss my wife. So I kissed my wife. Next day, I started feeling like garbage, but I kept doing my antibiotics and my Zycam. And I was just taking some sinus stuff and it just felt like a sinus infection. They told her that's probably what she had. She started feeling better after about two weeks. It only really had me feeling ill for about a week. I never missed a day of work. I kept on pushing every day. Not saying all these people that ain't doing it are sissy or whatever. I just think my immune system for some reason was or is really good right now (laughs) or has been really good. You know, I'm not the most healthy person on the planet, but generally speaking, my insides work pretty well. (laughs) So anyway, and then around that same time, I had another friend who had a over 100 degree temperature for almost two weeks was in the house with his family. Nobody else in the house got sick. The kids might have got like a little runny nose or something, but his wife didn't get sick. So I think I know of at least three people, me included, that's had it. And I can definitely see where an elderly, not so healthy person, it would probably just wear them out and take them out because it's supposed to be like a pneumonia type of situation. But then again, as number nine says, maybe I'm crazy. We have found in the past that whenever the the government kind of has a, a tendency to keep you busy looking at their left hand while they're doing something with their right hand. Not only that, what was it like last week? We got this, uh, this headline started going around social media about a one-day-old baby died of COVID-19. And everybody's just like, oh, my God, this is terrible. COVID-19's killing babies. And, yes, it's bad when a baby dies. It's not a good thing. But then there's a video of this doctor that comes out, and he's giving the real story. The real story was the baby was born like 20 weeks premature. The mother that gave birth to the baby had tested positive for COVID-19. So it's like the media don't give you, they give you just enough of it to sway you the way they want to sway you and there was another one where a kid had died and the news jumped out there saying a young child died of COVID-19 and the parents had to speak up and go no 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 no, it was an accident at home is what caused to this kid's death it wasn't COVID-19 what I'm saying is turn the news off Now, I mean, I would say, and be careful about what you're looking at on social media, too. Like, there's certain people that I've hit, rather, the unfollow or whatever button. This is what my my advice would be to you. Turn the news off. When a president does one of his little press conferences, I watch them here and there. I don't watch them every day. I think they were doing them every day. I don't know if they are now. When I watch him, I watch what he has to say, and then I turn it off. Because I don't care how much of a Trump supporter you are. There's only so much pull he has. It's all them people around him that are really pulling the strings there. And this may be a podcast that you're listening to it right now, and you're just thinking, man, he's just rambled back and forth, back and forth uh uh-uh, he might be crazy. Well, I done told you that I might be crazy. And I'm not the only one thinking this kind of stuff. Um, let's say, I said the government only cares about you as much as they care for cattle, or as a farmer cares for cattle. It's easier to manage the herd if they're in separate pastures. It'd be so much easier. I I don't know. I, I really don't think this is what's going down. But if I was making a plan to, say, confiscate arms, Chris, you're just a crazy redneck that thinks everything that happens is they're going to come get your guns. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, if I was going to make a plan to confiscate arms, what would I do? Well, I'd get them too scared to leave their house so I know everybody's at home, and then I'd come around and do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You hear me? It is unconstitutional for them to tell you you have to stay at home. It is unconstitutional for them to tell you you can't go to church. But they'll do it for the sake of the greater good to keep people safe. There's been, what was it, threats or rumors or whatever, you know, and if you look at stuff in the past, it seems like we were really close like a week or so ago on the trail to martial law. Let me tell you something about that. Martial law is unconstitutional. Just Google what martial law really is. Like, if you don't know what martial law really is, we're over halfway to it now. They're doing the things that martial law does now. They're just not calling it martial law. But it's unconstitutional. Your constitutional rights get kind of voided for a matter of time. During martial law, because of the greater good, okay, so I only got I try to keep these things under 30 minutes, which means I got about five left. Huh. I saw a thing today, and a friend sent it to me, one of the ones that's kind of on the same mindset that I'm thinking of here or you know what I'm what I'm saying. What's gonna come after this? Possibly, they will miraculously in just one day, hey, we have a vaccine and everybody has to take it. Now, I'm not gonna turn this into an anti-vaxxer versus vaxxer deal. Honestly, I'm an anti-vaxxer. When it comes to that kind of stuff, I also don't trust them, you know? And um, it is unconstitutional for them to demand you to take one but if it boils down to you're not going to be able to have a job and work or have a place to live or go buy groceries because you don't clear like what's well, the little app i've seen i've seen a little article going around whether you can be electronically cleared to go out in society and do things you know you got to have that vaccine and that'll make you electronically clear to be out and about. Otherwise, you can't be out and about. What does that sound like? That sounds like the mark, doesn't it? That sounds like revelations type stuff. Where if you don't take the mark, you're not able to trade. You're not able to do anything out in society you need to do. You're not able to work. You're not able to buy things. You're not able to... That, that That becomes a way of transferring currency so if that happens we might be a lot closer well we're definitely a lot closer than anybody in the past has ever thought they were but we might be a lot closer than we want to admit that we are and with these last two minutes let me flip it over real quick and just say this just because this is happening in America doesn't mean it's the end of the world either A lot of these things that we're having such a hard time dealing with right now in America as Americans, because we're used to having our constitutional rights and all that kind of stuff, and we're having such a hard time adapting to the way it feels like they're trying to push things, it's already been happening all around the world. Just because it's happening to you doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It just means it's the end of everything you've grown to love and about your country. But then again, tomorrow, it could all disappear and we could go right back to normal. You know, and I'll tell you this, we need to find a new normal. If we come out on the other side of this, still having a constitutional right, all our rights, if we come out on the other side of this and we still have the constitution, and there is still somewhat of a uh, resemblance to what we went into this with, we better find a new normal to make sure this kind of stuff never happens again. We better learn to stand side by side and fight for what we want. We better learn to stand guard over each other instead of against each other. I think that's the perfect note to leave this one on. You've heard me ramble long enough. I love you guys, man. And I love this country. I am so in love with this country. And I love you. And I really just want us to live a peaceful life and a safe life and raise our children and glorify our God with everything that we do. And die to go to heaven. That's what I want. But if what you need out of me is to fight with you and it costs us the ultimate price to pave the way for the future generations, then we can do that too. So I love you. If you're looking for me on social media, it's Chris Pyle, K-R-S-P-Y-L-E on Facebook. Same name at 80 at the end of it on the Instagram. Holler at me. I love you guys and God bless. And above all else right now, stay prayed up and get in your Bible. Thank you.